It's very warm. I, th- I think we should come clean as well. We are. Oh. I'm three ice creams deep. How, I, how many are you deep? Yeah, three. Also three ice mm. creams. Yeah, we got some uh, some ice creams brought into the office today because uh, Friday, the. What's today? 16th or 15th? Today is the 16th, 16th. of July at time of recording 17.54 pm. So hot today. 24 degrees. Oh, baby. Yeah, really, really hot and lovely ice creams in the, in the office. But but here's the thing: we actually had to do a good deed and eat three of them, and we'll probably have more later because there's no freezers in our office. So when 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 people buy ice creams and they just leave them in the fridge, obviously people in during the day can have them or whatever. But then when we come in in the evening time, they're they're just melting away in the fridge. Obviously not melting as fast as they would if they are out, but not being frozen like they should be yes we don't want to leave them to just melt and ruin the fridge and then the cleaners will have to look after that so we were like look we'll take it upon ourselves and we'll just eat all of the ice creams I had one strawberry cornetto one normal cornetto and a fruit pastille ice lolly I had two strawberry cornettos and a fruit pastille ice lolly so good so good I was going to go out and get dinner but I'm like you know what I don't even want to no I have curry upstairs or a stir fry upstairs I don't think I am but um, here we are anyway I hope it's still hot at time of listening for you right now yeah I hope it's still El Scorchio oh so hot I was literally out in the sun all day today and I think you know, the sun just like whacks you. Yeah. You feel whacked out of it when you take the sun all day. Yeah, you're a bit tired. Oh. Good thing it's a Friday though, do you know? Like, yeah. that's a, that's acceptable on a Friday. Um, I think I think it's worth mentioning that you are sticking true to the golfing that you introduced yeah. to the show a couple of weeks ago. You are really making a proper hobby, having a proper go at golf. Yeah, it's great it's fun. It's great fun. And in fairness, all the lads from school that I play with last summer, they set up a tournament to play for them during the summer. And I think they're between like six and nine of them. Uh, you go out as much as you can over the summer, or whatever. Mm. But they've done it. And if you know golf, you'll be familiar with the Stableford scoring system, which takes your handicap into account, which means like, it's, and there's a few of my mates who are really, really good at golf. And then people like me who are really bad at golf. <laughs> yeah. But it, it, it keeps it competitive because your score is relative to how good you are so you know when you calculate the scores at the end of the day and I, I don't have a clue how they're actually calculated yeah like the, well, the person who's really good if they did a mediocre round but the person who's really ba- really bad has a like a, a bigger handicap did a really good round they could actually score higher oh because it's relative to how good you are what was your score today then are you kind of middle ground now or are you still at the bottom no I'm bad really bad I shot a hundred I don't know well it was a par three a par three 18 holes 18 318s is 60 54 is what you're supposed to get is that right three three by 20 would be 60 minus three by Oh, you lost me at the math. 54, so I should show. Jeez, yeah, so. So, you're supposed. On a par 3, you're obviously supposed to get it in in three shots. Yeah. So, over 18 holes, you're supposed to get. A par is 54, and I shot 100. Okay, so you're. But, like, the lads. Even the lads who are, like, who are decent. Who. So, so Connell, who won the tournament last year, he shot in 84 today, I think. So, everyone shoots. 
never on par really yeah. even the really good guys that kind of keeps it exciting though doesn't it because yeah. like, you never really know how it's going to go so even before, even the actual scoring system before we started today there was only like four or five points separating the top of the table and bottom bottom of the table for me mm. So it's good. It is a good crack. I meant to ask, when we were down in La Hinch about like four weeks ago, three or four weeks yeah. ago, me and John, we were out walking near like, um, oh my God, le- like the the harbour. Not the harbour. The, the beach. The, no, the where the ships are. What do you call that? Doolan Pier. The pier, the harbour, yeah. Yeah, yeah so we were out walking towards Doolan Pier. <laughs> I got a lot of sun today as well, I can tell. I can't think. Um, we passed by this really nice golf um, course. Did you yeah. go in there and have a game? No, Jesus. Do you know how much it is to play there? But they said like anyone can play there. Yeah, anyone can play. Is it expensive? You have to pay to play. You got to pay to play. How expensive? I don't know how much it is in Doolin, but you know the one that's in Lahinch, like just by the beach in, in main Lahinch town? Yeah. Apparently to play on that course, it's 250 quid. What? When we played today, it was 12. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, so, <laughs> so, so no. So no. No, no thank Although, you. Although I, I have a family thing at the end of August in... Uh, in Doolin at Spanish Point fun that's, is that what it's called Spanish Point Spanish Point yeah at Spanish Point and uh, my uncle was on to me he's like oh we should definitely go for a round there because we're going to be down for like a week I was like absolutely yeah yeah it's going to be say, it's going to be I'd say 350 euro well you better get saving I better get practicing too we better we get paid next week so get saving oh but golf well, he, well, is crazy money he invited you out so is he going to pay no no <laughs> I don't think so do you treat it like so there'd be a few of us, but he just suggested it. Yeah, I was going to try and make an analogy, but it would sound weird. I was going to say, like, you know, if you ask someone out on a date. Yeah, my, my godfather <laughs> asking me out on a golfing date. Yeah, so it's like, you know, if he does the inviting, <laughs> does he not pay? I doubt he's going to pay 250 quid. Yeah, it's a lot of money, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know. It'll be good, though, because it's so nice down there. I just do need to... Uh, practice yeah get practicing and get saving great fun though yeah and so I started off today started off bad yeah for the first two holes then for the next couple of four or five holes I was actually quite good I had a, a nice consistent run mm-hmm. and then it was grand for a couple more holes then it was shocking for about three or four holes as in I probably lost five or six balls <laughs> over three or four holes can't lose what you never had hey but over three or four holes we lost five or six balls then lost my mojo confidence took a hit and it's hard to shake it off how do you get the balls back you don't well you don't oh really well it depends where they are if they go into the big lake you don't I wonder how many balls are in that lake loads absolutely loads I did get a few back uh, but I lost loads and then for the last two holes I was good I I think I think just keep sticking with it and you made a lovely golf reel as well during the week I had a lovely golf for you know just keep practicing yeah you know fake it till you make it it is it is actually good fun and like so we were for three hours today right yeah at eight o'clock can I guess your steps yes I'd say you got 13,000 steps today more no less oh less seven I think I finished on about seven I'm on nine nine thousand now I think I finished on about seven in three in three hours and covered like 5k so it's good sorry excuse me too many ice creams too many ice creams. It is actually good for just getting out and about, getting steps in. On a day like today, it was so hot and nice. Couldn't have planned it. Went out for the tan more than anything. Yeah. Got a few farmers tan lines. Show us, show us your line. It's actually not too Ah, uh, it's broad. getting darker. Yeah. <laughs> My leg. My leg. Oh. 
Oh, oh my god. Wow. wow, that was loud. <laughs> oh, there, there's more of a line there. Yeah. There you go. All right. Working on the tan. Um, now, in last week's podcast intro, we made a big hullabaloo about it being... The 50th episode. The 50th episode of the podcast. We have to come clean, though. You know, quick maths. Maths in general isn't really our strong point. Definitely not mine, but... We, when I was sticking the pod together last week, I made the realisation that we have an episode called We Hate the Number 39. 31. 31. And the reason that we hate the number 31 is because in chronological order, our podcasts go 27, 28, 29, 30, 32, 33. Um, and we just misnumbered them when we were uploading them. And If you listen to the intro of episode number two, we talk about this because I just forgot... But I was episode t- number 32 I just <laughs> you said episode number 2 episode number 32 yeah episode 32 oh, whatever episode yeah. number 32 we talked about this and I just literally as I was uploading it I just forgot to call it number 31 or as, or as as we were making the folders where all the audio goes I just skipped over 31 so last week's episode was actually the 49th episode of the podcast and this one is the 50th, 50th. which is our year <laughs> but we're not we're still we're gonna not. call this 51 this is still 51 yeah. but it's technically yeah. 50 it's like when you turn 30 but you still say you're like in your late 20s Do you know yeah if you if you're a new podcast listener go welcome. back go welcome and go back and listen to episode number 32 yeah we go on a bit of a rant and after that listen to episode number 31 yeah, great stuff. And then there. listen to the rest of them and take it up to 50, 51. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, it's a good time. Uh, good great week on the show this week. One of the funnest, most fun, funnest. Jeez, uh, actually loads of celeb guests in this episode. You'll hear from JLOL. Inhaler. Inhaler and Matteo Sina for States Ireland Maitre D. Because mm-hmm. they all have to go in this week's episode. Yeah. It's going to be a long Oh, it's actually going to be a really long one. It's going to be a juicy one, but it's good news for you because it's sunny and it's the perfect time to be listening to this podcast. Get outside. Get to the park. There you go. Bye. Bye. The Suecast with Jazz and Laura. What a, what a weekend for... What a, do you know what? What a couple of months. I know. For the Italians. It's been a great couple of months. First of all, they win Eurovision the end of May and now they're... Euro champions <laughs> Euro champions <laughs> Champions of Europe <laughs> In the football And the singing And the singing uh, Yeah absolutely mad scenes I think everyone uh, was buzzed to Well the majority, vast majority were buzzed to see them win the Euros last night mm-hmm. uh, Mad scenes all around And it's just been a, a, a pretty good 2021 for the Italians I know, of course, it's like, a great year Like you said they did win um, the Eurovision as well uh, they, it's, it's pronounced well it's spelled Maniskin but it's actually pronounced Moniskin Moniskin and people are out and out loving them as well they're incredible love them uh, so so good now a little while ago uh, when all the Euro- Eurovision stuff was <laughs> happening you were like oh I love Monishkin <laughs> yeah. I love them and I, what you were actually saying was I fancy the lead singer <laughs> so much that's not what I was saying yes it was I mean I think we're all saying it without saying another you're also doing the Italian hands right now is that on purpose <laughs> yeah, I don't know you have your it just seems to have happened your four fingers and your thumb together and you that? have the the 
the the shaky thing. There was a lot of that emoji and the Italian flag going around Twitter last night, wasn't there? Yeah. Everyone was loving it. Um, no, but I did try and learn a little bit of Italian. I downloaded one of those apps and I learned, I think I learned like one sentence and I even had your barber, yeah. Eni, who is Italian, yeah. telling me that I should now pronounce my name the way it should be pronounced in Italy. And Lara. it's not Laura, it's Laura. Laura. Yeah, um, I like it. And the, the one sentence that you had learned I was? don't even know if it's grammatically correct, but Sono una ragazza che mangia una mela. I'm a girl who eats, who is eating an apple or who eats apples. <laughs> Haven't eaten an apple in months. No. <laughs> And you're not even a girl. <laughs> hey, okay. So, so hang on. What I want to ask is now that, of course, like yes, you were obsessed with uh, Monoskin after they won the Eurovision, and <laughs> and indeed the I lead w- singer. I wanted to understand their songs because they have a few kind of covers and like original songs in English, but yeah. the Italian ones, like the one that won Eurovision, I was like, this bangs hard. I yeah. want to know what you're saying. Yeah. Haven't translated the song yet. Um, and now after their victory in the Euros, mm-hmm. it's it's literally Italy central. So have you learned any more Italian? I know that when you're cheersing someone, you say salute, salute. Okay. Um, mi scusi. Excuse me. <laughs> like the words that are just yeah. as close to English as you can imagine. If I met you out and about, I would say um, ciao. Oh, come no, on. Let me I know I'm all these. I'm finishing my sentence. I'm jumping down my throat. I know throat. all these. Sorry, sorry. This is an Italian lesson. You need to pipe down. <laughs> if, if you want to, if you're out and about, you say hello or ciao, whatever. I'll learn and a more Italian say, eating a carbonara. And then you say, mi chiamo Laura. My name is Laura. And I'm a fraud. <laughs> I'm an absolute fraud. No, but the one sentence that's going to get me out of trouble if I don't know how to say it in Italian. I say, I think it's mi dispiace. Mi dispiace. That means I'm sorry. Despacito? <laughs> and then you say, uh, ma non parla bene l'italiano. I don't well, speak great. Parla, speak. I don't speak great Italian. Yeah. You're telling me. Nailed it. <laughs> Again, you don't need the actual translation to figure that out. It's no. very obvious. <laughs> the Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Jazz, you and I came across a very weird uh, saying today. Yeah. So we we're did. we're talking to Gav here in the office, who is the music man. He's in control of all the music that we play here. <laughs> um, and he said something as we were just chatting casually, and I and I it, like I just kind of zoned out for the rest of the conversation. And I was like <laughs> looking up the de- the uh, definition for it. And the phrase was, "Oh, it was like a busman's holiday." And I was like, "A busman's holiday." And then literally, I just stopped listening and was on Google. And I was like, "A busman's holiday." And it turns out, so the phrase "a busman's holiday" means like you go and you know you take time off work to go on holiday or do something and spend your own time in your own way but you end up doing the same sort of stuff that you do in work anyway yeah. and I, I reckon it, it comes from like you know a busman going away and then doing like a bus tour of a different city a busman's holiday like stopping his regular 9 to 5 driving buses and going on a bus yeah I'd say so I kind of pictured it as like you know the bus man would drive for a living so when he's on his holidays he has to drive to his holiday so yeah. it's like he's essentially already in work because he's still driving that's yeah. kind of how I pictured it so Jazz I'm going to give you a bit of a test because we've spoken before on the show there's been quite a good few turns of phrases and sayings yeah. and you have gotten awfully confused so I want there's to some see of my, some of my mix up sometimes yeah like um, much much of a muchness I always thought it was much over muchness because it makes mathematical sense that way like much divided by muchness is nothing so but it's not it's, it's not it's much of a muchness yeah okay so one as well that you've also got confused about that I'm going to quiz you on is swings and roundabouts do you know what that one's means? oh I love using this but I don't really know 
I don't really know what it means. I think, again, just from like hearing it being used, swings and rounds, roundabouts, it's like, it's all very much the same thing. Mm. But like, I don't get it because swings and roundabouts aren't the same thing. <laughs> yeah, they are very different. Like, they're so different. Yeah, I think it's just, I think, I think, I think you're the right. I think it's just much the same. Like, ah, you know, swings and roundabouts. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I, I don't really understand it either. But do you, uh, you have a definition? No. I tried to look it up online and nothing could really give me a straight answer. <laughs> so I just take this. Ah, that means ah, swings and roundabouts. Okay, yeah. next one. Okay. You couldn't swing a cat in there. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I don't condone you ever swing a cat. Uh, is it just like it's a small place? Yeah, like, yeah. oh, they moved into a tiny, a one-bed apartment. You couldn't swing a cat. Couldn't swing a cat Because I there. suppose if you were to swing a cat around, it would be hitting off the walls. Yeah, and we wouldn't. Animal have cruelty. Absolutely, don't be at that. Don't swing a cat ever. Just use the metric system. Don't use swinging cats. What's, what's the metric system? To judge size, like. Just use like a, t- a measurement of, of distance. <laughs> <laughs> don't need a cat. Imagine instead of couldn't swing a cat in here saying, according to my metric system. <laughs> okay, another one. There's no cow on the ice. Oh, is this something to do with things being heavy? No. What? The, I it don't means know. basically don't panic. Like there's no cow on the ice, so don't oh, worry about it. Oh right, because if there was a cow on the ice, it you should be, be worried. You should be worried because you need to get that cow to safety. Okay, and and like the ice is going to break. Yeah. Um. This one I feel like could have a couple of meanings, but it's telling me that it means this thing. Okay. Right. So if I said to you to set the dogs on someone, yeah, like um. Go like give out to them. Go ask That's them. That's what I would have thought. But where I found when I saw online, it says in, apparently in Latin America it means to flirt with someone. Oh, yeah. What sort of dogs? I've no idea. Love dogs. Love dogs. Love puppies. Yeah. I don't know. Um, there was also another one I saw. Um, oh yeah, feeding the donkey sponge cake. Eh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like to absorb. <laughs> no, apparently uh, this one comes from Portugal. Apparently, it means to kind of like give special treatment to someone who doesn't necessarily need it. So, like, I don't know, maybe. Oh, don't keep me having sponge cake. I don't know. Oh, sorry. Like, it's like, oh my god, I thought you were talking about a cake made of sponge, not like a, not like a normal sponge cake. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said absorb. Oh wow! Oh wow! And <laughs> apparently, if someone said to you, "Jazz, I swear, I'm not hanging noodles on your ears." Oh, I suppose it's telling... I'm not telling lies. Yeah, I'm telling you the truth. But where does that come from? Russia, apparently. Uh, but why? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Well, like what? Because apparently if you were hanging noodles on someone's ears, you might be making a bit of a fool of them. There you go. Ah, okay. So next time you're out now, swings and roundabouts, there's no cow on the ice. Yeah, noodles on my ears, all that. Fashion statement. You are ready to socialise after lockdown. Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Fill me in. Fill me in. Yes, right now we are in the middle of fill me in. Jazz and I, we have a sentence. However, you must complete the sentence using predictive text on your phone. Get it into us on WhatsApp 087-711-1038. Begin typing. My bedroom fantasy involves... And then let predictive text do the rest. Get it into us. 087-711-1038. So... My computer has crashed. Oh no, okay. I've <laughs> uh, got this one in from Anonymous. says, My bedroom fantasy is the biggest wishes from the receiver. Winky face. Oi, oi. Uh, another person says, My bedroom fantasy is the best of the morning. Oh, nice. Mm. I think I think I remember one from Rachel that said, My bedroom fantasy involves the park and August. <laughs> I mean, it's a good time to be in the park. <laughs> August is a great month. 087 711 1038. 
Over on WhatsApp, in our contact, type in my bedroom fantasy involves and let predictive text and the suggested words that come up, take it away and send it in to us. Uh, Sean, welcome to the show. What have you got for us? Um, my bedroom fantasy involves barbecue chicken. Then it was so nice to me that it is so creamy. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me this, Sean. Are you a fan of eating in bed? Do you know what? Yeah, I'd say so. Now, the Same. crumbs are the only thing, but once you bring a little hoover with you, you're grand. <laughs> Is the hoover for the crumbs or for something else? <laughs> a bit of both. <laughs> Jazz always slags me because I say I like to eat in bed, but it's where you find the most peace, I think. Yeah, exactly. And then it's just straight to sleep after and then yeah. I wake up brand new then, yeah. <laughs> the best place to eat. Love that. Uh, Sean, speaking of eating in bed, do you fancy a McDonald's? Oh, I do, yeah. I do, I do. <laughs> there you go. Well, you have a 30 euro voucher and you can eat all the McDonald's you can buy for 30 euro in bed and bring the hoover with you. Oh, that's lovely. I'll have to charge it up now. <laughs> Love that. Well Cheers, done, Sean. Sean. No problem. Thanks very much. You're no welcome. <laughs> Stay away from the Hoover. Uh, <laughs> Neve, what have you got for us on Fill Me In? My bedroom fantasy involves what? <laughs> so my bedroom fantasy, fantasy involves kicking my neighbour. Kicking oh. your neighbour? I know, I just hope they're not listening. Okay, so do you get on with your neighbours or are you kind of, are they the type of well, neighbours you I like thought, to avoid? I, I thought I did, so um, I'm actually related to them as well. So. Oh, wow. damn. So you would kick them if you found them in your bed? Well, I, I'd be a bit concerned now if they were in my bed, but yeah, I suppose I would. Yeah, jeez, <laughs> especially if it's a relation. Good God. I know. Do, you know, do you know what we've learned from filming in over the past few weeks and months is that it's it actually gives you a flavour of what you would be saying, like the suggested words aren't they aren't just random. Mm. So uh, unless exactly. you unless you've been talking to people exactly. about kicking people and your neighbours. Well like your phone listens to everything you're saying, so I don't know. That is true. That is very <laughs> true. Watch out, Neve's neighbours is all we'll say. <laughs> She'll boot you. I, ho- I hope they're not listening. <laughs> <laughs> the with Jazz and Laura. Laura, I know it is currently your birth month. You haven't shut up about it for I the last know. couple of days. Since the 1st of July, I've been rambling on. Happy July, everybody. Especially me. I'm actually going <laughs> to steal your thunder for a little bit. Okay. Because I know my birth month was last month. Yeah, you had your moments. I know, but we're going to... Uh, rewind for a little bit remember the day before my birthday so my birthday is 2nd of June the day before was the 1st of June and we were on the show it was uh, uh, Tuesday Yeah. and we were talking about things that I should have done or wanted to have done before I turned 25 which was the age I turned last month yeah because 25 is kind of a milestone yeah. birthday a lot of people like to have things to have things ticked off the bucket list yeah by your then, you know. quarter life kind of milestone yeah and people were suggesting, you listening were suggesting things I should do. And there was, um, you know, like go for a, a, a swim rise in the morning of the birthday and all these other sort of things that I should have done. And someone suggests I write a letter to myself that I open in like another 25 years. So I open when I'm 50 as a little throwback and to yeah. see what sort of stuff I have accomplished or not accomplished. So I'm going to play you that letter that I wrote to myself, which we played on air on the day before my birthday last month. Dear Jazz of the Future What's going on my guy? It's Jazz of the Past here I'm writing this message to you on the eve of your 25th birthday It's currently June 1st, 2021 I'm not sure if you remember But it's currently a mad scene here right now COVID is still going strong But we seem to be just about opening up to the world And there is definitely some light at the end of the tunnel I just hope it's not a train coming straight for us. I definitely hope we've done a skydive by now. Uh, we didn't get to do one by the time we turned 25, so if we still haven't done one by now, when we're 50, there's no hope, you all fart. 
So we went on and there was more suggestions coming in from listeners, from you listening, texting and WhatsApping yeah. in. And then you, Laura, also brought the, a list that you found online of things to do before you're 25. Yeah, there was a whole list of things. It was like travel, do this, eat this type of yeah. food, which, sample this. Which you, know. you kind of quizzed me on. So let's take a little listen to that. I have found uh, a lot online. A lot of people are, are contributing to lists. 25 things to do before you turn 25. Okay. Do you feel like you have lived quite a lot? That you've packed a lot in 24 years? Uh, yeah, I think I've done a good bit. Like, I probably... There's definitely going to be things in this list that I haven't done. Like, I, I wish I have already done a skydive, a skydive, a skydive, a skydive. What's that about? What's going on? <laughs> so... As you heard in those couple of clips there, yeah, I I, I just mentioned skydive in passing because you know it's certainly on a bucket list, yeah. And I've I've thought about it for you know it's been in my mind you know it's an, an adrenaline activity something fun that you'd love to do and it's always I think it's on like most people's bucket list you know do a skydive yeah. great crack whatever and I'd mentioned it in passing and a couple of times there. Well, <laughs> oh. recently, yeah, the, a man, a man <laughs> called Andrew reached out to me. Okay. And I do not know, Andrew, but he essentially said that, oh, Jazz, I was listening to your show and I heard you talk about a skydive. Well, I know some people who can facilitate a skydive. Seriously? <laughs> How are you feeling about that? <laughs> I feel like first asking, who the hell are you, man? Yeah. So, <laughs> so initially, I'm like... Wild. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, I want to do it. I mean, I said this comment in passing on the show as it trying to be yeah. f- funny and stuff. You never know who's listening. So so now this guy is offering to do a skydive and I'm like, w- w- well, yeah, do I do it? Oh, I, can, and, and I then, can see it in your eyes. You're terrified, but you kind of want to do it. Yeah, because as I said it in passing, I'm like, ah, oh, that's grand. Now this man has come to me saying, this, I can make this happen if you want it to happen. What the hell am I supposed to do? Oh, Jazz, you're going to have to make a decision. Like, this, like is, this is huge. Like, do I do it? Or, like, as in, do I jump out of a plane? I, I mean, most people like to stay inside the plane when they're in the Would air. Would you? Oh, you're, me, come on. <laughs> Absolutely not. So now I'm like, what the hell? Do I tell this nice man, yeah, okay? Or do I question this nice man? And then, and, and now... Or can I just go back on my word and say, well, I don't want to do it, even though I mentioned it at least twice and, and one really slow-mo version that I edited up nicely there as well. A skydive. So you have left this nice man on red. You've got a big decision to make soon. So now, all of a sudden, this is becoming a little bit real. Yeah, I'm excited for you. I think this should happen. I think I have some thinking to do. Yeah. Or, or else I'm just going to flee the country so I can't go back <laughs> to my words. On a plane? <laughs> as long as nobody's going to push me out. I think I do have some thinking to do anyway. Because this has gotten a little bit too real for me, I think. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. Jazz and Laura on the Zoo Crew. Welcome along to the show. Hey, 15 minutes, we are playing Pressure Pot and we'll give you a chance to win yourself 100 euro. Love Island last night. Everybody is talking about it. The challenge, Spit the Roast, where contestants in their couples had to essentially move ingredients for a roast dinner from one mouth on one end of the villa to the other through using another mouth and then spit it out in a plate at the end and make it look presentable. People are get, are so disgusted by it. Like the transferring of food from one person to another even though you're essentially in a romantic couple. Like when you're kissing, you're just doing that without the food in between. 
I know, but there's just something about like certain foods. Like imagine how just soggy it would be. Do you know what I mean? Like tongues aren't soggy. Oh, I disagree. Well, they're not like... <laughs> tongues are soggy muscles. Yeah, but they're muscles and they should be in your mouth. You know, chewed food shouldn't be swallowed. It shouldn't be hanging around. But chewed food, put, put they're not way. chewing it. And put food, it chewed way, food right? is the in the mouth is the only place for chewed food. I know, but picture this, right? You're kissing Claudia, your girlfriend, and all of a sudden you find a chip from earlier on. You'd be like, ah, Claudia, disgusting. Unwarranted, disgusting. <laughs> but if it's a challenge, it's grand. So we're asking you, where do you draw the line? If you're doing this challenge, are you happy with, say, just the dry food, the chicken and the roast potatoes? Or are you saying absolutely no to the gravies and the whatever mint sauce that they have going on? Or like me, are you happy to, to do it all? Like, <laughs> I would not be disgusted by doing this. And I would actually like the opportunity to do it. Oh, you freak. <laughs> this is definitely on your list of things you want to do on your next romantic getaway. I'm on to you. 87 1038 Let us know via text or WhatsApp. Tyra, welcome to the show. How are you? Good yourself? We're pretty good, thank you very much. So, where do you stand on this? If you're in Love Island or maybe with another half or whatever, you're doing the food challenge, yay or nay? Oh, uh, no, not at all. Really? No, I would, I would physically get sick. <laughs> Tyra, what is your favourite food ever? Pizza, to be honest. I know a lot of people say that, but it is like... Oh, okay, yeah. so you're in, imagine now you're in a romantic... Are you in a relationship at the moment? No. Okay, well, imagine you are, right? Who do you really fancy? Like, who's your celeb crush? Yeah. Oh, I couldn't tell you. I have a few. Well, just pick one. Anyone. Uh, Zac Efron. Okay. I knew. I, I, I just I knew, knew you were going to say <laughs> Zac Efron. Okay, so Zac Efron, he's all like, hey, Tara, want to wanna share some pizza? And you're like, oh, yeah, cool, cool. And he's like, no, I mean, like, do you want to eat it from my mouth? What do you say? Uh, no, you're all right. I'm sorry, you're all right. But what if, but what if it's your only... <laughs> opportunity to have this sort of encounter with Zach Efron. Yeah, He's he, like, look, I'm not interested in dates. I'm not really interested in any hanky panky. I just want to put pizza in my mouth and give it to you in your mouth. Oh, I don't know. Oh, you're 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 caving a little bit. <laughs> I have a weak stomach, though. That's the thing. <laughs> what if he says that he'll uh, put some garlic dip on it as oh. well? I will then. <laughs> He's too handsome not to do it. Okay, so we so Tyra draws the line at garlic dip. She says, "Yes, make a garlic dip, and we're we're good." <laughs> Uh, Tyra, I wish we had Zac Efron here and we could make that happen to you, but if, unfortunately, due to the COVID guidelines, that uh, is uh, that won't be out happening. of our reach. Ah uh, oh, well. Hey, speaking of food, though, Tyra, do you fancy a McDonald's? I love a cheese McDonald's, yeah. Oh, lovely stuff. Well, just for coming on and sharing with us your Zac Efron fantasy, a 30 euro uh, McDonald's voucher is all yours. You can go and grab yourself a well-deserved Big Mac or a McFlurry, anything you're feeling. Thanks very much. Enjoy. You're more than welcome. We'll talk to you again soon. Bye. Right, 087-711-1038. Talk to us about the Love Island Food Challenge. If you were doing it, where do you draw the line? Are you doing absolutely none of it or are you doing maybe some of the bits? You don't mind transferring some yeah. mashed potatoes to your other half or like Tara kind of opposed to the idea but then when you think about your celebrity crush yeah. would you do it with your celebrity crush of course you would <laughs> Sue Cast with Jazz and Laura
About a month ago in passing, I said I'd like to do a skydive. Then, recently, a man called Andrew, who I do not know, reached out to me and said, I was listening to you say that. I know some people who can facilitate that. Do you want to do it? And now I have, I'm, in a, I'm in a position where I have to say yes or no to this man. So, essentially, am I doing a skydive? Am I going to jump out of a plane? Uh, if you have any words of encouragement, motivation, or any words of danger and, and discouragement, <laughs> yeah. tell, me, tell me not to do it. I want to hear all the thoughts, please. 87 1038 Yeah, we want to explore all angles. Martin says, I've done it 12,000 feet, 110 miles an hour in free fall. <laughs> oh my God. Whoa. Best experience of your life as long as it's tandem. Disneyland or Funderland has nothing in comparison. Right. Okay. 110 wow. miles an hour. Just yeah. you going, not even in a car, not even being propelled by an engine. 12,000 feet is the one that got me. I did the maths, quick maths. I'm roughly five foot, just a little over five foot. It's about 2,400 Loras standing on each other's shoulders. Wow, we. That's a lot of me. That's, that's, a, that's a lot of distance. Can't even handle one of you. You can't. Uh, Kevin's <laughs> on WhatsApp also talking about a tandem skydive. The benefit to that is it gives you absolutely no control over when you go out of the plane because they're the ones jumping. You're already hanging outside the plane. Experience of it, best experience ever. You'll probably regret this more if you don't do it. So my advice to you would be do it. You only live once. Take care. Absolutely YOLO it. YOLO it. YOLO it out of the plane. Like pros and cons. Pro, you don't have to jump out of the plane. Con, you have no control of yeah, jumping kinda, out of the plane. I, I kind of want some control, please. Yeah. Keep us on WhatsApp. Hey, Jazz. I'm just giving you a little bit of advice. Do it, do it, do it, do it. Yeah, I okay. suppose. I like that. I like the confidence. Uh yeah, yeah, these are all quite positive. Yeah, I don't think you were expecting so many people to say do it. Uh, joined on the line right now by Sophie. Sophie, am I right in saying you have literally just done a skydive? Yes. Whoa, now, how was I'm it? Literally just, I was literally on the way home. I'm in the car. I had to pull over. Um, it was unreal. Like, I think I finished like an hour ago, maybe. Maybe like an hour and a half ago. So you're literally fresh out of the sky. Whoa. Fresh out of the sky, on the ground, yeah. Oh, Sophie, how, how was the experience? Were you nervous? Was it amazing? Um, yeah, I was nervous, but I wasn't like... I was more excited than anything. And then um, once I got up to the sky, I was like, oh my God, like I actually can't back out of this now. Yeah. Because like coming up to it, you're always like, oh yeah, it's fine. Like, what, like you know that you could still change your mind. I didn't think I was going to, but you know that you still have the control to. Of course. But then like when you get up there and he opened the door, I was like, oh my God, like I actually can't turn back now. Like this oh. is it. Like I have no control. This is out of my control now. I'm getting like, butterflies. I literally fall. Like, yeah, it was insane. Like it was so good. You have to do it. I'm this might butterflies now even thinking about that. This might seem like a silly question, but were your eyes open or closed? They were open. Yeah, no, they're open because I was like... I don't want to miss it, you know what I, yeah. I don't want to do it once. Yeah. What, a, it, what a lovely you know? day to do it today as well. Absolutely, yeah. I know, it was so perfect. Oh got my like God. the perfect weather for it, yeah. Yeah, okay, geez. I suppose you're closer to the sun, so more opportunities for tanning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have to wear a big suit though, so yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. okay, right. Well, I have definitely have a decision on my hands. Uh, Sophie, thank you for sharing and congratulations on no competing. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Uh, right, 087-711-1038. If you have any words of encouragement, any words of wisdom, if you're going to tell me absolutely don't do that it was the worst experience of my life I, w- I do want to hear everything here of course yeah oh. the Zoocast with Jazz and Laura Ross says do the skydive I did one in New Zealand best experience of your life <laughs> of my life uh, did not disappoint 
Okay, so see a lot of yeses coming in. Loads of yeses, and we just yeah. spoke to Sophie, who who literally did one an hour ago, and she's I think she's still on the adrenaline buzz of being yeah. up there. If that's not a sign from the universe, the fact that Sophie was listening to us on the way home yeah. from doing a skydive, it's almost like she was sent to give you a positive message. That's true. You know? Sent literally from the sky. Literally from the sky. She's Je- basically an angel. <laughs> Jen says you should definitely do it. You're strapped to a professional, so you aren't on your own. Uh, I happen to do it, and I happen to do it during sunset. It was amazing. Oh, that's quite nice, isn't it? Oh, nice. Nice little romantic <laughs> sky date. Paula says, do it, just to feel something. <laughs> is, that, is that about you or about me, Paula? Yeah. <laughs> um, Barry's on WhatsApp. Absolutely do it. I did it in 2012 uh, from 13,000 feet. Um, tandem, it was tandem, so it was attached to somebody. So when, basically, I was on the front of him, and when he sat on the side of the plane with the door open, I was literally hanging outside of the plane before he jumped. But it's absolutely amazing. Once you start, once he jumps out, the adrenaline rush is just unbelievable. It feels like you're only you're, you're only free falling for about forty seconds, but it's actually thirty. Uh, it's just amazing. I oh, do it, do it, <laughs> do, do it right now. Yeah, a lot of people aren't just saying do it; they're saying do it, do it, do it, do it, do it right now. That's kind of um, scary having the person who has control sitting on the side of the plane and you're literally dangling out there. Like I know, like uh, you're tied to a piece of string, and if it gets cut, you, you're just gone. Like, doesn't it kind of go against everything that you're used to? Like, you know, when you're when you're flying in a plane, all of your limbs are in the inside the yeah, plane, yeah, and that's very much an important. That's a very thing to remember. Yeah, you cannot be putting your limbs outside a plane. Where here, it's strongly encouraged. All of your limbs outside, and your ah, body will follow. So scary. Or and on WhatsApp. I think. Yeah, she, she does guys out there. I'm thank you, Oren. I'm yeah. so there's just so much positive coming in here. A lot of positivity. I yeah. can't really go back on my word here. Uh, no. Also, Mark on WhatsApp. Here, you want a negative one? I saw a video oh. about two days ago of a guy. Oh God! Like three guys jumping out of a plane. Oh. And two of them bang heads. Oh. And he, one of them goes unconscious, and the cameraman <laughs> saves him. You should look at him. Oh wow! I think that's the only no that we've gotten. Well, it technically wasn't a no, but it was a bit <laughs> negative. Oh my! So what happened? Yeah. So so let's say I do this, right? And I'm doing it in in a while or whatever, and like I pass out, or I'm getting ready to jump and I fall, or I hit my head, or I I catch my finger in the door of the plane. I'm like, ah, no, I need to rest <laughs> or chill for a second. I'm like, no, you need to get out. Yeah. Oh my. Okay. Up until this point, I was like, do it, do it, do it. But now after hearing the one horror story, oh, Jazz, you've got big decisions to make. Mark, I actually don't know if I should look that up. Because no. I'll be like, I think maybe if you look it. that up, you won't do it. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. This is true. Ah! Oh, God. with Jazz and Laura. Now, I may have mentioned it once or twice since July began two weeks ago. Oh, here we go. But uh, it's my birthday month. Come on. Giving you plenty of notice, just saying. I'm still going to (laughs) forget. Friday the 23rd. I think it's a Friday anyway. The 23rd of July better be an extra fun day in work. Yeah, it's a Friday. Good old Friday feels. Nice. Turning 28. Cannot wait. Uh, Oh, that rhymed. Um, But no, the, the birthday excitement slash paranoia is starting to creep in. Because you're getting old. No, 28's a nice age. Jazz like, my mom's 25. 28, 28 is the new 21. <laughs> says, says all the 28-year-olds. Says me. Um, but I was only having this conversation the other day. I said to Marty, I was like, 28 sounds older than 30. And he was like, I know exactly what you mean. Like, 30 doesn't scare me. Just wait until you get there. <laughs> oh, yes, there'll be tears. No, but um, my phone flashed up today. And it was a text from one of my friends going in. Shout the uh, font set to extra large now. 
I hate when you, when you borrow someone's phone or you're looking at something on the phone and their font is huge it really bugs me I don't know what it is I'm like it has to be tiny um, but no my phone flashed up today and it was a text from one of my friends going into the old WhatsApp group mm-hmm. and I was like hey guys so it's Laura's birth and then dot 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 and I was like oh, oh. tried to click into it this message has been deleted. Oh, okay. So I just threw the OLED two eyes, the little side eye emoji into the WhatsApp group. Googly eyes. And they were like, haha. And I was like, that's that's funny, isn't it? So I didn't get to see the whole message. So it could either be one of two things. Like, hey guys, it's Laura, it's Laura's birthday in just over two weeks. Let's all chip in and get her a nice present. Or... Oh. It could be, hey guys, it's Laura's birthday in two weeks, so let's all pretend to be busy so we don't have to hang out with her. I was going to say, maybe they're su- they're planning a, su- <laughs> a surprise or something. No, they could be planning a surprise or they could be planning to essentially boycott the birthday. But I just was thinking, I was like, isn't <laughs> what it... What have you done to your friends? <laughs> I don't know, I'm just joking. That's just where my brain goes. But I was just like, isn't it so unfair? Like, you know when you accidentally send a message to like the wrong person or the wrong group or whatever, even if it's not necessarily a bad message and you just delete it because like, oh, it doesn't belong there. The fact that it leaves the whole this message has been deleted it's just I just feel like it's so unnecessary it kind of defeats the purpose of deleting a message you do get very paro when you see that you're like oh what's going on yeah. what have I missed and why is someone deleted it now no one's saying anything I know like why do they have to say it why can't they just delete it without any trace yeah I just think it, like I think it's probably in a way to like boycott like sneakiness I don't yeah. know but I don't know if they're if they're thinking like that but I was just like there's no point deleting it then because like you could you could say that anything was said in that message and they could be like well no proof look it said it's been yeah, deleted yeah this is true but I, I got a funny it, it reminded me of a funny notification that I got the other day I sent you a TikTok that I thought was really funny that I thought you'd appreciate <laughs> you did yeah uh, you did appreciate I did appreciate it it was a 10 out of 10 the potatoes TikTok. have COVID-19 <laughs> <laughs> such a good TikTok um but I got a notification and I think I think I sent it to you through WhatsApp but I got a notification going uh, Jazz Keen uh, has just watched the, the TikTok that you shared So oh, weird I was like, That's a bit weird Like you may as well have said uh, Jazz Keen DJ is thirsty for your friendship <laughs> <laughs> It is weird though that it, it like it felt the need to tell you that I had clicked the link or whatever because yeah. like and this wouldn't be too strange if I was trying to like ignore you or not not reply to your message straight away Ticked, or the, that notification is essentially ratting me out now do you know yeah I just think it's so like it defeats the purpose like why can't it just be like just just not say anything no, thank god it was a funny TikTok it was a funny TikTok that was TikTok. a saving grace <laughs> yeah, imagine if it was the with Jazz and Laura now last night after the show <laughs> we said we wouldn't talk about this <laughs> I think it's too funny not to talk about <laughs> I'd like say if anyone else had seen us last night you and I they would have been like what the hell are they actually doing? Rumours would have been going through the office spreading like wildfire. Literally. So essentially, I thought it was guys going to be a, a nice guy and it was a nice thing to do. I just feel like <laughs> it was when, really nice. when we were in the moment, I was like, oh God, this looks really, really bad. <laughs> so what happened was I brought in some leftover s'mores because um, a friend of mine, a couple of friends of mine have set up a new uh, company and they're selling s'more, homemade s'more making kits. They're actually so, so good. So me and my girlfriend Claudia got one and did them over the weekend. Now they're so filling and they're so mm. delicious. Um, 
and we just we just didn't finish the box. So I was like, oh, do you know, what? I'll bring it into work next week, and me and Laura can finish them off. Now these are it's not just like a s'more ready to go undo the undo the wrapper. No. They give you biscuits, they give you the marshmallows, uh, Nutella, caramel sauce, sprinkles, a little burner, <laughs> like a little like. Um, jelly that burns that you obviously roast your marshmallows over yourself like you do it it's a it's an experience it's really cool it, <laughs> do you know what it felt like last night it kind of felt like adult arts and crafts yeah you know when everything of. comes in the box you have to piece it all together yeah it's so cool though me and Claudia were loving doing it over the weekend I'll give them a shout out their Instagram is at glow underscore I-R-E glow underscore I-R-E you can buy them they're, they're so cool yeah. really cool little um, thing to do for like garden parties and dates and that sort of stuff so we had le- had leftover stuff and uh, s'more kiss so I was like I'm bringing it to work and me and Laura can do them and then I was like and I told you about it and we're yeah. like we'll do it after the show that's we were grand. both so excited yeah, yeah. so after the show last night we went up and went out into the balcony that we have here in work and obviously it was like half ten so it was getting dark and then yeah. you know we had to roast some marshmallows so we had to light up the burner <laughs> get a little match and the burner was going not like a Bunsen burner like a very small little flame very safe it looked like a little candle yes that's the way to describe it so then you and I <laughs> lit <laughs> lit the burner and then we were just roasting some marshmallows and then we had obviously it's kind of messy when the caramel sauce gets involved <laughs> yeah. and the marshmallows start to run so yeah. we laid out napkins and yeah. there was cool little it looked like a candlelit picnic between you and I <laughs> exactly. on the balcony of the office I know that's exactly what it looked like and we were laughing along <laughs> as we were doing it because we were like like thank god there's nobody in the office we're kind of like one of the last to leave because yeah. if anyone came up and saw us they would have been like are you are you doing have a little candlelit date here? It looked like a proper date. Yeah, it did. It really <laughs> did, but it was just so funny. Well, I think you, you could tell it wouldn't have been a first date because we would food all over our faces. Yeah, you know? we did. There was s'mores are not first date kind of food. There was runny marshmallow all over <laughs> our faces. There was sprinkles everywhere, and there was caramel Drip, sauce, drippy caramel, all over us. But it yeah. was it was lovely. I was a team bonding. I think is what they call it. I felt some things. <laughs> That was just the caramel dripping down your chin. I knew it felt hot and <laughs> hot and squishy. Felt a bit hot and sticky myself. <laughs> but we're just glad there was no one here. But we never know. Like someone could have come into the kitchen, like from downstairs, news talking somewhere, yeah. somewhere, and come in and be like, "Oh God, I better not interrupt." Yeah, and we're up quite high as well on the balcony. There was like probably people in like apartments. oh emotions were sky high. <laughs> like people in apartments were probably looking out the window, watching us going, "Ah, look at them on oh, their Oh God, yeah. So we won't be doing that again. But if you want to check them out on Instagram, I loved it. <laughs> at glow underscore. Or I or E. They are very cool indeed. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. The mystery guest. Who is this person? Who is it? Here we are. It is time for Mystery Guest. Ooh, I'm so excited. Okay, Laura, you are in the hot seat this evening. How are you feeling? Uh, pretty nervous I've got butterflies I was pretty cool calm and collected until this point but every single time when 9 o'clock comes around I get all jittery and giddy and I'm absolutely buzzing yeah I have invited a mystery guest to join us on the show tonight that mystery guest is on the line and ready to go Laura you are doing the guessing are you ready to meet mystery guest as ready as I'll ever be take it away hello mystery guest Mm, hello you Oh, <laughs> thank you so much for being with us today. Okay. <laughs> thank you for having me. <laughs> okay, so what happens now is, Laura, you're going to have 60 seconds to ask mystery guest as many questions as you can. Yes, no, in that time. Are you ready to go? I'm ready to go. Three, two, one, here we go. Are you a TV personality? 
BSN. Okay. Um, are you on UK TV? No, I'm not. So oh, actually, I am. You are. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, and are you yeah. are you on TV in Ireland as well? Yes. Okay. Um, are you a TV presenter? Some sort of. Okay. Um, are you a chef when you're on telly? No. No. Okay. Um, not a comedian. No. Okay. Um, oh, I'm very stuck. Okay. Do you have over a hundred a hundred thousand followers on Instagram? Absolutely not. No. Are you verified on Instagram? Not even close. Okay. Um, have we ever met in real life before? Well, no, when you're asking me such a nice matter, who knows? Maybe we did. Oh, my. And your time is up. <laughs> oh, my God. This is so hard. Okay, right. So, <laughs> okay, so what happens now is we're going to cross over to Mystery Guest. Uh, Mystery Guest, you're going to give Laura three pieces of information as vague or as cryptic as you like, a few little nuggets about yourself to help her along. So take it away. Mm. All right, I give you this one. My favorite color is blue. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. No. No. Nothing all right, at all. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Um, my show involves food. Okay. Uh, you never know what you're gonna get out of my restaurant. You know, customers who come to my restaurant, they never know what they're gonna get. Okay. okay. There you go. That oh. is your three pieces of information. Uh, right, so we're going to play a couple of songs now. Mystery guest, are you okay to stick with us for a couple of minutes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, right. Yeah, absolutely. Laura's going to go and have a little bit of a think and more mystery guest in five minutes on spin. Suecast with Jazz and Laura. Mystery guest, you are still with us. Yeah, yeah, I'm here, I'm here waiting for Laura. <laughs> oh, mystery guest, thank you so much for being here. I... I, I I am so nervous right now. Okay, so uh, let's, let's give us a recap of what you've learned and what you know so far. Okay, so I've learned that Mystery Guest is a TV personality, not very active on social media. Um, the show that they're on is on in the UK as well, um, as well as Ireland. Um, their favourite colour is blue. Um, their show involves food. However, they're not a chef. <laughs> so... I, I honestly, this is so tricky. I have a name in my head, but I'm also nervous to say that name okay. in case I'm not correct. No, I'm not. I'm not Gina DeCampo. <laughs> Jazz, you told me. I was like, Did you want to say that? Am I right? No. Uh, yeah, I was like, I think it might be Gina DeCampo. That's so funny. Um, but no, can I can I can I ask a bonus question? Hang on, before you do yeah, that, yeah. before you do okay. the bonus question, uh, we have a couple on text or WhatsApp here. Uh, a couple of guesses. Um, Paddy on WhatsApp says, Mystery guest, are you Tommy Bow? <laughs> <laughs> no. No. It's not a Tommy Bow, no. No, definitely not. Uh, and Jody is also taking a guess. Are you Derek from Ireland AM? <laughs> <laughs> Almost, but not together. Okay, right. This only happens in special circumstances. Laura, yeah. you are getting a bonus question. Okay. Um, okay. My, my bonus question is, do you think first impressions are very important 
<laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely depends what you're doing. You know, is that a job? Is that a date? Is that a depends in what situation you are. But it would yeah. be good that you that you show up pimped. You know. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 I'd okay. agree. I'd right. agree. The time has come, and that time we like to call squeaky bum time. Laura, are you ready to take a guess? I am. So about six minutes ago, I would have said Gino De Campo. <laughs> Um, but I'm going to take a guess and I think our amazing mystery guest this week is First Dates Ireland host Matteo yeah that's yeah. yeah you got me you got me I got yes, it indeed. I got it First Dates Ireland yeah, eventually eventually you got, you got the, yeah, all I the did. things together you know and I have to say think, you know when you said that your favourite colour is blue don't you normally wear like a navy suit <laughs> Yes. Yeah, well, that's why I gave you that. Yeah. Call, you know? <laughs> Just a random clue. Yeah, I felt f- sorry for you. You were hanging out there, so let me give her a hand. Yeah. You know? At first, at first, I was like, "Why is he telling me that?" He's saying that to throw me, and then I, then I thought about it, and I was like, "Oh, he always wears blue." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so you great are. to meet you. Yeah, nice to meet you, Laura. Nice Spot to meet you. Spot on. Uh, First Dates Ireland, Maitre D and host Matteo Sina. Thank you so much for being our mystery guest this evening. Look, are you okay to stick with us for a few more minutes? Because we'd love to have a proper chat and a catch up with you. Yeah, yeah, please. Yeah, no problem. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. It's the one, the only Matteo Sina, Maitre D, First Dates Ireland. How are you getting on? Thank you for having me. Yeah, cool. All is good. All is good. Uh, uh, the city is open of COVID, so people are buzzing around. Uh, yeah bit of circulation so a bit of positivity so yeah well, all good all good uh, now hang on before we go on how there is definitely a, a roller coaster of emotion there for you Laura how soon um, after hearing the information did you get it or was it just before you asked your bonus question which was do first impressions count which was a loaded question yeah, yeah I was yeah, having to think and I was like oh you know I was like it's obviously a show that is about food and I was like trying to think about food you know shows that are about restaurants it's like first dates Ireland restaurant oh yes okay blue we have it I'm yeah. like honestly it was just it was just a guess but uh, I, I'm I'm delighted to be chatting to you and how how is everything going um, is filming uh, has filming resumed or uh, August uh, somewhere in the mid of August uh, we're going to be filming for a week and then goes usual four or five months of edit and then I would say somewhere in between January and February we're going to have it live it's such a gorgeous job like it's so it must be so exciting going into work every day knowing that like you could be at the beginning of some beautiful love stories and I'd say it's really nice you know I know recently there was a I think it might have been the first First States Ireland ever engagement did that happen recently did I read that somewhere yeah it did yeah I I wish them luck (laughs) I wish them luck hopefully hopefully they work out hopefully they get married, you know. So yeah, that would definitely. be the first official one, if, I, if I'm not wrong. Yeah, yeah, that would be the first official one. Yeah, be so exciting. And do you have kind of like a sense? Are you able to look at a couple on their first date and kind of say they're going to last, or that's <laughs> not, or they're not going to see each other again? Do you have that sense, or do you just kind of at see least in certain disasters you can see them from miles away? <laughs> yeah. But then uh, you know, but then if you have fifty-fifty, this one it's very hard, you know. When you have people who actually like each other and they look at you, you think that oh, today's going to be fire, yeah. and then no, I don't like him or vice versa. It's, it's, it's very hard to guess. It's very hard to guess because it's all about the personal preference, 
and our mindset at that given moment, you know. So, of course. Yeah, definitely. So if, if they're relaxed, if they're in good mood, then they don't mind the little things and they're open to meeting new people and, uh, you know, whatever comes uh, after the dinner. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> you know. Oh, yeah. It's, 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 all, it's, all, about, it's all about the people. We, 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 it's very hard to guess, but that's my answer. It's very hard to guess. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And like, the, obviously, the, the daters are, you know, the actual star of the show. But like, you know, people exactly. people online absolutely love you. And viewers yeah. of the show, they they think you are like the one of the best uh, parts about but it. Listen, let's be realistic. You know, I have the, the coolest job in the country, you know. Yeah. Let's be realistic. You know, you walk inside and now all what I have to do is be nice to you. And you're yeah. going to feel for me just because I'm nice, because they're vulnerable at the moment. So <laughs> that's my role. I need to be nice to them. And I, I am because it's, this is not a restaurant and you go and make a complaint because burger was hard. Who cares? Keep on eating. We're <laughs> <laughs> not here true. for that, you know. Don't give me this nonsense now. We're not here for your food or for your drink. No, <laughs> food and drink is always top notch. But this is not what we're there for. So my, my role is extremely relaxed and extremely pleasurable it's basically I, I just need to make them feel comfortable if you think a little bit so I, I presume plenty of plenty of that comes from that just to the hardness of my situation yeah. all, that, all that easiness of my situation you know what is your favorite part about but yeah but thank you D? but thank you for the compliment yeah <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite part about being maitre d uh that's that that first look, that spotting that fear in their eyes, you know, <laughs> you think you stop. No, you're not. No, you're not. You're gonna crumble. Aww, <laughs> you, know? Yeah. you know, when they walk inside, ta -da 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 -da, boom. <laughs> oh, you know, <laughs> they all walk in after they open the door. You know, you can you can just feel the heat wave from them. You know, like oh yeah, <sighs> I love the honesty. And then. Yeah, and then you bring them on the bar, and then me and Ethan do a bit of uh, chitty chat magic, and then then they should be ready. And uh, when you bring the girl, he's gonna have another heat wave, you know. And then <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, he forgets about us, and then he's on that uh, smoochy moment. And then this is where our, our job starts and and stuff. This is uh, yeah, we we have a lonely role. Yeah. to be honest, you know. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and at the whole, it's a team effort as well, and you definitely do make uh, all the people feel really comfortable. Uh, well, Matteo Sina, first dates Ireland, Maitre D. Thank you so much for being our guest this evening on Mystery Guest. A pleasure catching up with you, and uh, we look forward to catching the next season. Thank you, guys. Thank you for having me, and all the best. The Suecast with Jazz and Laura. Right now, we are so excited to say we are joined on the line by Dublin Band Inhaler. Guys, you're so welcome to the show. Your debut album, It Won't Always Be Like This, it came out last Friday. It's absolutely amazing. How are you feeling about it all? Good. Well, yeah, yeah, we're all right. We're getting in. Uh, got a lot more energy to us now as we get closer. Um, yeah. One day yeah. now, more that. nervous. Yeah. I can't stop shaking. My little old All the top <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it's good. We're good. So you said there's a real um, sense of optimism with this album, and I know you kind of wrote a lot of it during lockdown as well. So was was it easy to stay optimistic while writing this album when everything was completely shut down? It was definitely difficult to keep it at the forefront yeah. <laughs> of our minds. Like, uh, I think I think the fact that we made a really, I think we made a really kind of hopeful and joyful record um, surprised all of us because we certainly at times weren't feeling that way. But um, 
you know, I think we just kind of kept the music in front of us and, um, and, and, and just put all our focus into that and all our blood, sweat and a lot of tears. So, um, yeah, yeah, we're really happy with how it turned out, but it was difficult. Yeah, defo. And I know that you guys said that when you started writing the material for this album, you were all teenagers. So has it kind of changed since you started writing the album up until now? Obviously, it's been a while. Did you have to make sure your ideas at the start were the same as they are now? Like, because you kind of, you know, finished the whole process. Did you have to go back and look at any lyrics and kind of change them or alter them to make sure they were still in line with the whole thinking? And uh, did you did you notice that whole process of you growing up throughout the um, development of the album? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I went over the lyrics about a million <laughs> times. <laughs> uh, the lads can tell you that for sure, but... Um, yeah, like it was weird. We kind of look at it as album one and a half because <laughs> the album was meant to come out last August, and um, we had kind of had a bunch of singles and stuff. And it was going to be more like an album of singles. That's just the way we were recording. We were on tour a lot, and then when lockdown happened, I think it just kind of put everything into perspective, and um, we had more time to just make an album and, and and think about like you know what was the story of it, where what did we want to say. Um, so in a way, like. I guess selfishly, like it did benefit our album having that time off. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And listening to the album, you know, I'm I'm just picturing how good this album is gonna sound live. When I was listening, for me, the one that stood out was My Honest Face. I think that's gonna be absolutely incredible when it's performed on stage. When you were writing and when the album was coming together, was there any song that you were like, Wow, this is gonna really blow us away when it's been played live? Yeah, I guess so. Because, well, you know, the the way that we've always tested our songs was by playing them live. And we'd we'd see people's reaction to them. And that would be the way that we'd kind of figure out whether a song was any good or not. So the fact that we didn't have that with, um, with a lot of these new songs just made us, you know, question things a little harder and trust our instincts more but that's kind of how we always write songs is, is is for the live experience yeah for sure and we are absolutely buzzed to start hearing them live uh, lads do stick with us we are going to get some more chats also uh, take the latest single from the album and a game of pressure pot with you is on the way as well lads thank you for still being with us uh, okay I might get in, in a little bit of trouble for saying this but uh, the album's dropped We've been listening to it non-stop over the last couple of days. Um, and you don't really hear a lot these days of groups or bands or acts um, whose music and music alone tells as much as uh, as much of a story as the lyrics do in the songs. I'm talking about like your songs that have huge big intros and the, the intros build and there's crescendos before any of the lyrics kick in. So is that an important feature to the songwriting process and do you um, always think about the music as well uh, as the lyrics in the songs, particularly on the album? Oh, I think you're going to get in trouble. <laughs> yeah, we just love intros. I think yeah. we said that a while ago that we just love intros to songs because they set the scene. Yeah. And if you can yeah, nail exactly. it in the intro, then you, you set for the rest of the song. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah. It's always the most fun one to make. Isn't it? Yeah, you just have a, there's a lot of freedom and stuff. I think you no, know, we. I know there's none of the songs where we're like, you know, let's make this shorter, this song section so it will get on the radio. Like I think Cheerio Baby was always like that. It won't always be like this, it's always like that, but with Side at the Window, 
we just kind of we weren't playing live and we were just kind of sitting at home doing nothing and it's a lot more mid-tempo and kind of dreamy and that's just kind of the feeling of lockdown that we had so that's that's i guess we just pushed ourselves and to kind of experiment a bit more and didn't really have the pressure of like people around being like oh that's too long or Mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah no but i absolutely love that because you know when there's you know artists trying to get a quick hit or a a song onto the radio as quick as they can they, they can often play it very safe you know have a have a nice two or three minuter and you know a song that can be in and out fast that will get radio playing you know you'll play it again if you miss it or whatever so I actually really appreciate and respect the fact that you've kind of stayed true to yourselves in making the music that you want to create if you want a big emotional intro on it you've you've left it on it so I love that and you know there's a lot of four and five minuters on the album there's also a couple of six minuters which is just great and again you don't really see it a whole lot these days so uh, I, I absolutely love the fact that you're still doing it no, you know, like that's that's what this band is about. We just want to create music that we like listening to, and um, you know, like we do write pop songs, but they're not like they're not pop songs that you would hear on like the radio. Really, like it's just it's a, it's a kind of I guess more like old school look, way of looking at it. We're just really inspired by a lot of like older bands and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I think we just want to make music that we would stick on and listen to ourselves. Yeah, yeah. we're def- we're definitely not Dua Lipa's Ghostwriters. <laughs> <laughs> and what I think is so special about you guys is you know you've grown up together, you were in school together, and you were there for the very early awkward teenage years. And I know that you've done a lot of school talent shows together. Are there any memories looking back you know are there some performances that you kind of cringe at maybe ones that you would like to erase from your memory um, well I, <laughs> I don't think we Josh missed out on this I, one. No, no, I, I did one with you yeah. I remember it because I, I was in a different school so I remember coming to your school doing that show and just being like holy like, <laughs> this is the scariest experiences of my life yeah that's the thing it was like in a way I think we actually learned something we just don't see it like that and the thing is we did get away with it we were, we were really young yeah and no one cared but in our heads I think we didn't get away with it we're all still emotionally we, like, scarred we covered Smells Like Teen Spirit when we were like 14 and <laughs> really younger like we haven't 13. listened to it since man like, <laughs> it, <laughs> might, it might be a b-side to the album you never know yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i know yeah but listen, <laughs> we actually we killed it like we butchered it that was a that was a nightmare but yeah like i think you're right doing those kind of uncomfortable being put in like really uncomfortable positions and uh, as soon know, as possible as soon as possible is, is is what you have to do to try and get better and uh, you learn more in one gig than you will in 10 rehearsals yeah, 100%. And, you know, it's another kind of special side of the whole project. You know, you guys have, for the most part, been with each other from a very early age. And it's not like, you know, you all went to college and you tried out with different projects and groups and singers and songwriters and found what fits or where you fell into. It's all been the same uh, and a passion project from an early age, which I think probably adds into how fond and special you hold the project and each other. Absolutely. We, absolutely. we see it more as a lifestyle than a project because it's literally yeah. our whole lives yeah. since we were like kids, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's always been like our main priority with every, with them, um, yeah, in, in every aspect. I can't believe we're actually putting out an album. It's pretty weird. Yeah. But um, yeah, we're, we're, we're here. <laughs> You're here and the album is here as well. It is called It Won't Always Be Like This. We are joined on the line right now by Inhaler, Dublin Band, and the time has almost come. Whenever we have celebs on the show, oh, we yeah. always get them, and you guys are going to do it in a couple of minutes. Take on uh, our game that we play every night on the show. It's called Pressure Pot. Oh. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura. But the special version right now. Let's go. The Zoo Cruise Pressure Pot. Oh. 
Yes, it is time for a game of Celebrity Pressure Pot with the one and only Inhaler. So how it works is, lads, we'll give you a place and a letter. So, Jazz, for example, a C in a classroom. A chair. Yeah, you have to get as many of those as you can in 30 seconds. If you don't know an answer, just say pass. And uh, yeah, unfortunately, there's there's no cash prize for the celebrities. <laughs> you just have the pride of topping the leaderboard. No, 100 quid for you, lads. Uh, currently on top of the leaderboard, we have Tiesto with a score of seven. So seven is the is the score you're aiming for. Time has come. Inhaler, are you ready to go? And are you ready to enter the pressure pot? Oh damn! Let's go. Okay, we are ready to enter the pressure pot. <laughs> a C on your face. Tough. A T in your mouth. Two. A W on your body. Ward. Willie. A P in the bathroom. <laughs> um, poo, man. An F, that's a sport. Football. Yeah. A G, you play. Oh, you missed that. You cut out. A G, you play. Gaelic. A B in the morning. <laughs> Breakfast. <laughs> oh, Elijah nearly said something else there. Oh, oh, oh we heard that. <laughs> You're like, oh, can't say that one. You guys got an incredible seven. Tiestel who? who is right. Uh, Eli, Robert, Josh and Ryan Inhaler, thank you so much for joining us tonight on the Zoo Crew. We wish you the utmost success with the album. It won't always be like this. It is out now. It's sounding fantastic. Uh, and the tour as well, kicking off in December. The Irish dates kicking off in the Workmen's in Dublin, Belfast, Limerick, Cork, Killarney, then loads of dates back in Dublin and then the UK end as well. We wish you all the success in the world and we can't wait to catch up in person next time. JLOL, thank you so much for catching up with us on the Zoo Crew. We have to start with yeah. with the song and the whole Virgin Media campaign, Pick Up The Pace. Like, since I heard it, I have been singing it non-stop, but also, well, trying to sing it non-stop, but also imitating the voiceover guy, which I'm sure you're <laughs> like, he's like, sick flow, JLOL. The, the whole sick thing, <laughs> the whole thing is, uh, it's such a cool campaign because like, you know, I suppose advertisers and big companies are getting, you know, more clever with their ways to do this sort of thing. But a whole song yeah. relating to the, the broadband and everything they're about. But from your side, how cool is this to be involved in? It's so cool, man. You know what? And I, I even I didn't deep it until recently when I actually saw everything unfold. I started seeing the buses. I started seeing the bus shelters. I started seeing the billboards and then I was like, oh, yo, that's crazy. But then um, it was really good campaign for me because everyone's always telling me like, yo, when you're rapping, like we, we love it, but like we can't hear what you're saying. And we just want you to like tone it, like slow it down a little bit. And then here comes Virgin Media and they're like, <laughs> no, nah, we want you to like go crazy. Don't hold back. Do your thing. Yeah. Full credit. I was like, you know what? Say no more. I've got you. I'd say that was kind of so, nice, yeah, was though, fun. just being able to, like, write a song and not worry about, like, be- being really, really fast. Like, that's what you're good at, you know? Like, you should be embracing that for sure. Yeah. Was the writing process for this one a bit different? Because, like, you weren't writing for an album or an EP. You were writing for a proper brand. Was it a bit Was it a bit strange? Um, It wasn't strange, actually. I really enjoyed it. But I had to I had to be a little bit careful with what I was saying. Obviously, no profanity and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I tried to stay on like on topic you know what i mean with the subject matter so it was interesting 
But at the same time, I wanted it to feel like a JLOL song. You know what I yeah. mean? I wanted um, people who listen to me to still be able to enjoy the music and like enjoy my flow switches and all that kind of stuff. So it was fun. I, can't, I actually don't, every time I think of how to describe it, it was just fun. Like I did the whole thing probably overnight. Like as soon as the campaign came in, wow. we um we agreed on everything. I The next day I was like, yo guys, I have this. What do you think? And they were like, oh. Oh, oh my God. That was, Amazing. That's so cool. <laughs> so did they give you yeah. like, you know, key ideas and keywords and, and they're just like as long as it's around this you have full creative control over yes they say as long as as long as the speed based and you know there's emphasis on the speed and everything you have full creative control and i was like yeah that's brilliant say no more and obviously they wanted certain things in the like in the song as well because they actually blessed me with the one gig broadband and i was i, I got a wave of inspiration that i was like yo this is this is actually fast. It, it does what it says on the package. <laughs> so I, I got all this inspiration. I was like, with one gig, I can respond to it. And then, because usually my stuff lags, you get me? I wasn't getting <laughs> one lag, not one. <laughs> not one. So I was like, this is crazy. In my house, I'm usually on my mobile data. This time, I don't even use my mobile. It's crazy anyway. But yeah, so I got all that. And then I was like, this actually feels, it's organic. It's natural. It's authentic. I genuinely feel this way about the product. So I, I was that. happy. I was so happy to do it. Is this Virgin Media gig, is this going to be your first live performance of both the new album and also in a very long time? Yes, spot on. Like, um, definitely of the new album and the first live performance in front of people, albeit limited numbers, but still in front of people. So I'm super excited for that. And I can't wait to perform the album stuff. I thought in my head it was going to be, I was going to have to wait for the tour in October, but it'll be nice to kind of test the waters, test some material. Totally, yeah. For a limited yeah. course, more crowd, you know what I mean? Yeah, I was having yeah. a look on your Instagram there and some of your highlights from the last, geez, obviously over a year ago now, but doing EP yeah. and doing Longitude and from going from all that and, you know, you're on your stories, you were giving all the, the behind the scenes and sort of stuff, which is so yeah. cool. So from now, from going to that to the, the this first gig back almost, the Virgin Media 1 gig, it's obviously going to yeah. be different, but... You know, it's more small and intimate, which I suppose you wouldn't mm. you wouldn't really get to be doing a whole lot of these days. Do you know what? I take what I'm given. I take what I can get because that's how much I've missed performing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm just excited to actually feed off people's energy, and you know, I've been performing intimate shows. I've been I've been used to that. It takes me back to like when I just started, so I'm excited for that small crowds and just hearing, being able to actually see and hear people's reactions and have like you know, see your music and have actual, an actual connection with the audience. That, that I'm really excited for that. So, yeah, man, I'm just taking what I've, I'm counting my blessings. That's yeah. what I'm doing. I'm counting my blessings. I think it's going to be a really special gig and it's going to be one that you're going to remember for a really long time for so many reasons. But also, we are all just dying for a gig. We are dying to get out of the house. People are going to be going wild at your gig. One, because, well, one, you're deadly, but two, they're going to be like, we're out! We're at a live gig! Yes! (laughs) Honestly. Honestly. No, I'm excited excited for people as well to hear hear the stuff we have prepared. Um, Get exclusive performances for material that I haven't performed previously. So, and also just get out the house and do something fun that involves other people so i'm excited for them as well you know what i mean yeah. and for myself because jesus i haven't 
I've not that experience in a long time, though. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And this is going to be like a little precursor to the Irish tour, which is scheduled for later on in the year. I'd say you are buzzed to bits. Yeah, yeah. Especially because at some point it wasn't looking like that was going to happen. And yeah. there was yeah. so much uncertainty. And then we kind of got somewhat of a reassurance from the venues that things will be able to go ahead and government guidelines and all that kind of stuff. So... Yeah, I'm buzzing for that, man. Buzzing. That's going to be... That's like my first proper tour. Like, I've been on support tours, obviously, with the likes of Nelly and the game and all that. And I've done shows here and there, like headline shows in different places. But this is my first tour. Like, I'm taking this one personally. You know what I mean? Tour bus and everything. So, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, you're you're going all out with the tour bus vibes. Yes! 100%. 100%. Well, you think I will have a tour bus my first tour. <laughs> 100%. That's amazing. So it's that's it's Dublin, Galway and Belfast, isn't it? Yeah, Dublin, Galway, Belfast and Limerick. And then we're also going across the pond to London as well. Oh, yeah. So cool. Definitely. Jesus, just talking about the tour bus, like, uh, you know, we don't <laughs> yeah. we don't get to go on tour with yeah, the radio what's show. The tour bus I'm, like? kind, I'm kind of <laughs> jealous. Like, are you planning? Like, yeah. what are you planning for? Like, are you going to bring like, you know, Monopoly and 30 seconds and a deck of cards? Or are you going to be bringing big speakers and uh, a fully stocked fridge? Big speakers, a <laughs> lot of alcohol. Um, Monopoly, that's a good shout. Um, definitely going to look into that. <laughs> but there's gonna, it's just going to be a mad vibe like the, my whole touring party are my close mates you know what I'm saying my DJ is one of my best friends my manager is my best friend my everyone in my, everyone in my crew is like really close person to me so it's just going to be vibes you know what I'm saying oh, really looking forward to it all so, of us it's so nice to hear that like the people that are going on tour with you are your best friends because you often talk to artists and yeah. they often say like you know touring can be really hard because you're away from your family and your loved ones for a really long time yes. but it sounds like you're just going on like a, a, like a couple of months partying on this bus <laughs> like it sounds like the best time ever <laughs> definitely a party every day every day that's, that's the plan <laughs> And every day of traveling, that's yeah, the plan. That's yeah. the plan. Oh, I forgot actually Mayo as well. The we're doing Mayo as well, the Royal Theatre. Oh, there. that's a cool oh, venue. Wow, that's a that's a really nice venue. I've done I've done some uh, bingo loco shows there, and that's cool. So you're you're hitting uh, all the corners. Is it? Yeah, my DJ does the bingo loco shows as well. Actually. I was gonna ask, is Jadel still your DJ? Jadel. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's my guy. That's my brother. I know. Yeah, I was gonna say to you at the end. Yeah, sure. I I DJ for Bingo Loco and in the academy as well. So, uh, Jadell's. So you know Jadell, man. That's a, yeah. Guys, basically doing the same thing. He'll be taking your job here in a minute as well. I know. Right? <laughs> I know yeah. Oh, he he's just the best guy ever. And sure, he was over in the in the UK doing some bingo shows there in the weekend, and it looked so yeah. good. Deadly, deadly. Yeah. Jealous. So cool. Definitely jealous. Before we let you go, uh, talk to us about the song that was featured in Normal People because obviously this was a huge, um, Normal People was huge during lockdown for us and again when you can't be out doing gigs and all that yeah. sort of stuff, for, for that to be picked up on pretty much what was the biggest love affair for an audience at home, what was that like? <laughs> it was crazy and you know what was crazy about it is that, oh lord, the song that was picked on the Normal People playlist, I got this crazy statistic from Spotify, on Normal People playlist, it was the most played song on that playlist. And that was, yeah that blew my mind but um yeah so it was just crazy see how everyone reacted to it and people sending me videos being like oh my god you were here episode five and, da, 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 da. and i was like yeah i know i <laughs> I, you know, yeah. I made sure i heard it before everyone else but then yeah i was super gassed man 
I love all, I love that kind of stuff because it exposes you to a whole different audience and it puts you it associates your music with like something that something that can be meaningful to other people like in a different sense like people yeah. who leave that who watch that show and feel a type of way and then they your soundtrack your music is a soundtrack to that feeling that they have and they're always going to associate your music with that feeling that they got when they watched that show or when they played that game like with the track that was on FIFA that's a beautiful feeling yeah, and, yeah. Um, so I'm definitely super super gassed about that no, that's amazing. And you, you you knew ahead of time that the song was going to be on Normal People, didn't you? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, um, I mean, how did you keep? On, you how did you keep that secret? How did you keep that a secret? The biggest show ever. Yeah. Um. It was. It was crazy, man. Um. I think the company that was doing the um, syncing for it just reached out. Like, we'd love to use your track, Oh Lord. And they used a lot of other Irish tracks as well yeah. as part of the soundtrack. Mm. So that was also really cool, seeing as, you know, the show was set in Ireland and everything. It was pretty cool. It was like uh, paying homage to the music scene here. So it was it was yeah. definitely something, Daddy. a moment for us in Irish music. Yeah, definitely. And sure, the show itself was uh, something really different for an Irish audience. Like, it was quite bold and... Uh, yeah. You know, just different, especially being on the national broadcaster and quite, uh, um, what's the word, like very forward thinking and progressive. Yeah. So the the music to accompany yeah. it was the same as well, which is really good and inspiring to see, you know? 100% now, 100% I agree. Um, okay. Beautiful stuff. Before we let you go, we want to have a quick game of pick up the pace. Are you up for it? let's go let's do it we've made this just for you now so uh, basically we're going to see uh, what your speed game is all about so essentially we're going to put five seconds on the clock we'll give you a category and all you have to do is name five things relating to the category in five seconds okay Oh my days! Okay, I can feel my brain freezing right now. It's letting me down. My body's just shutting down. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's go. Okay. So, so for example, we'll say colors. You can you can say red, blue, green, purple, white, or whatever. Do you know? Yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 Five seconds. You said yeah. Five seconds. Okay. All right. Let's go. So your first topic is rappers. J Cole, Drake, Kendrick Lamar, Travis Scott, and uh, Dave. <laughs> you could have said yourself yeah, as well. Yeah, I could have said Oh, I couldn't. Oh, please, I, I didn't want to cheat. I thought that was cheating. That was five. Well done. Okay, just in there. Okay. Uh, the second category is summer. Sun, palm trees, beach, holidays, green, plain, outside. Okay. Kids, I don't know. Nice. Oh, Smash, you got like an extra one or two in there as well. <laughs> okay. Uh, I was just throwing out words at that stage, anyway. All right, topic number three, festivals. Um, Longitude, Electric Picnic, Wireless, Sea Sessions. Uh, what's that one? <laughs> okay. Out of time, got four. Four out of five, not so bad. I suppose we, we've been without festivals for so long, yeah, so we, we can't blame you for that Like one. my brain doesn't even know, I'm surprised I even know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, you're right. Next one is food. Oh, mashed potatoes, roast turkey, jollof rice, um, chicken fillet rolls, and what else? Oh, Mexican food. I don't know. <laughs> what what kind of fries? What fries? Mexican food. Jollof rice. Oh, you're not familiar. What's that? Say nothing. You have to say jollof rice. Oh, it's like 
it's like a traditional African rice. Oh. It looks like Mexican rice, but it's like a million times better. I say that with my chest. Oh, that sounds um, good. Yeah, we have to sort that out. I'll, yeah. I'll, I don't know. Maybe I'll send a care package. Oh my God, we'd I mean, love that. Do. We can do next Maybe time. I'll, I'll send a care package. Next time we catch up, we'll bring you in here and you can bring some lovely rice. 100%. I, just, 100%. I love that you started off with mashed potatoes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> of all, of all foods. Like. Okay, and uh, the last one here, we're going to go with capital cities. Oh. Capital cities, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Go. Okay. Um, Dublin, Lagos, uh, Budapest, um, <laughs> Athens, um, that's a hard one that is definitely the hardest that one was so hard my my geography failed me right then i'm usually really good at that stuff again it's it's uh it's it's hard see you see if you were directly linked linked up to one gig broadband it'll be so quick but it's okay you're like you're you're close enough (laughs) (laughs) exactly close enough close enough i really like the name of that game you guys should definitely make that thing yeah, that yeah. was fun. Yeah. I, think, I, think, I think we might. We you may can def- just. You can be the voice for it. Yeah, we'll give you a call. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, thank you so much for yeah. that. That was so much fun. Thank uh, you. We wish you thank all the you guys, all the success in the future and especially at the, the first gig back, the Virgin Media 1 gig. We're so excited to see it. Thanks so much. Um, and make sure make sure you make a, no- a lot of noise about me um, topping the leaderboards, you know what I'm saying? Because oh, we will. 100%. Don't, don't, worry. don't you worry. That's a given. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Thanks a million. Lovely to meet you. All right. Much love, guys. You too. The Zoocast with Jazz and Laura.